Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Journey to Purpose podcast, your source for Christ-centered girl talk and inspiration. I am your host, Ilana Major, and I hope that you are as excited and inspired by this message as I am. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to my podcast yet again. This is your host, Ilana Major, and we are in season three of Journey to Purpose podcast. I am so excited about this because when I began this podcast, I had no idea what it was going to look like. I had no idea whose lives it was going to impact. I had no idea how deeply and greatly God was going to use me and how God was going to even use this podcast to develop me. And so for this, I am truly grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Um, Thank you to everyone who is tuning in to this episode. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to Journey to Purpose podcast. If you are a returning uh, listener, thank you so much for continuing to come back. Um, I bless God for all of you guys, and I'm so grateful. I do not take it for granted that you would turn on your phone or your radio or your computer, however you're listening to this, but that you would desire to listen to the word that God has planted on the inside of me. I'm so very grateful for it. Um, Now that I have said those things, I want to say Thank you to everyone who extended um, a word of encouragement, everyone who gave their condolences, everyone who had any type of role in helping us get through um, our grief. And I, I say that knowing full well that grieving is a process, that even though you are done with the funeral and all of those things, that you will still yet be grieving. But I want to say thank you to everyone who made my load lighter by whatever you did, my friend Erin, one of my bestest uh, friends in the world. I just want to say thank you for doing my hair. Thank you if you picked up food, um, if you just called to encourage us. Thank you guys so much. I'm trying not to get emotional about this, but the outpouring of love from so many people um, as a result of the death of our father is, I mean, it was just astounding. And so it's humbling. And I just want to let you guys know how grateful I am that you guys surrounded us with your prayers and with your love. Uh, Those of you guys who sent your condolences, sent cards, whatever you did, I want you to know that I'm grateful for you, that I truly felt the love of God through you. Okay. And so um, obviously, I feel like coming back from this and still being in a place of grappling with my father's death and um, trying to understand God's will in this season and everything that God is doing. And you guys know that it's not always possible to know exactly what God is doing and that God's word to us is just to trust him even when we don't know what he's doing. I think that the God we serve would have us to have um, faith like the three Hebrew boys, you know, faith that says, and even if not, and if he does not, um, I still trust him. Even if he does not, I will still worship him. Even if he doesn't, I'm still surrendered to him. Um, you guys know before my, for well, those of you guys who have been um, in my inner circle who are close with us, you guys know that before my father passed away, there was about a week where we were in limbo and um, he was on life support and 
you guys were praying with us and we prayed and all of those things and I prayed and prayed and prayed that his life would be spared and that God would heal him and all of those things and um, I can't lie and say that I wasn't sad that God didn't do the thing that I prayed and asked him to do but from walking with the Lord one of the things that I know to be true is that God can be trusted always God can be trusted always I just want to say that for someone who's in this in a season where you're doubting God I mean we just talked about this on a few episodes prior but I want to remind you that God can be trusted always God can be trusted with all things God can be trusted no matter how you feel whether you are in a good mood or in a bad mood whether you're a you're on the mountaintop or whether you are in the valley low whatever place you are in i want you to know that god can still be trusted um and so anyway what i want to share with you guys is that even though god did not show up and do the thing that i wanted him to do i have been walking with the lord long enough to know that god is still faithful that god is trustworthy that god is still god no matter how he shows up or how he chooses um, something different. And so um, even when I think about what happened with my dad and for those people who we pray for healing for them, um, they still get their healing, but some of them don't get their healing on this side of heaven. Um, there are often times where God chooses to heal them in heaven. And so what we have to do again, this is going back to the trust. What we have to do is be able to trust God in spite of that. And so you guys, I... Um, can honestly say that my faith, all of the faith in me said, God, even if you don't, I want you to heal my father, but Lord, if you don't, Father God, I want you to show up, but God, if you don't, it's not because you're unable to. And I think that that is even an area where we tend to struggle because it's like, God, um, I know for a fact what you're able to do. I've seen you heal. I've seen you bring people back from the brink of death. I have seen people be dead and resurrected, not personally, but I heard the stories. <laughs> but I have seen the wondrous things that God is able to do. And so I think it's hard when you know what God can do. You have that faith in that area, but then God doesn't do the thing that you expect. And so for me, I think that I was in a place of just being sorrowful. Um, almost even when I look back on it, you guys, I eulogized my father and there were so many things that I did. I, I you know, did the obituary and it wasn't just me alone. Um, my cousin Peaches and lots of other people, my aunts, Jeanette, and my auntie Bess and my sister Tasha. And there were all of these people who were doing so many things and my sister Lisa. And I'm so grateful for that. Right. But when I look back on that stage, when I look back on those days where I was doing all of these different things and I was keeping myself busy, um, it is almost like a blur. That is how um, you can be so deeply in pain that it is almost as if life is passing you by. It's almost as if you're having an out of body experience. And so what I had to do in this season, and I pray that as I testify to this, I pray that this blesses someone. Um, when I was in my deepest of pains, what I had to do was I had to keep going back to God and saying, Father, this hurts. God, this hurts so bad. God, I'm so disappointed. God, I'm so sad. God, I'm so, you know, whatever it was, God, I feel so sorrowful. My spirit feels so heavy. God, I don't even want to eat anything because I feel emotionally sick. 
Um, I had to keep going back to God and just telling God how I felt. And then I had to pray and ask God, God, give me the grace to get through this season. God, give me the grace to make it through this moment. Give me the grace to make it through this eulogy. God, give me the grace to make it through this service. You know, you just keep asking God for grace. And so um, even though God didn't do the thing that I wanted him to do, one thing that I know is that there is nowhere else for me to go. I don't have anybody else that I can serve. I don't have anybody else who I can go to with that level of pain and walk away with a feeling of peace. And so I resolved that I would just keep going back to God with my pain. And so um, that is what I did. And so I definitely want you guys to know that I appreciate all of your prayers. Um, I think that my sisters and I and all of those people who were really close to my father who love him, um, I think we're all still going through our season of grief um, in our own ways, what I have decided is that no matter how I feel, <laughs> if I feel like I need to cry, no matter where I am or what's going on, I am going to take my moment to release it. Because one thing that I know is that negative emotions that sit in the body always manifest as illness eventually. And so um, I am not going to internalize this pain. I am going to keep giving it to God. If I got to do it every day, I'm going to keep giving it to God. If I have to do it twice a day, I'm going to keep giving it to God. Even when I feel like I should be, I should be feeling better by now, I'm going to keep giving it to God. And so that's my word to you is that I want you to keep giving it to God. If I had to give um, this episode a title, I would probably say low-key grieving. Because even though I've moved on and I still have to handle my responsibilities as a wife and as a mother, and I have to go to work, and I have to do all of these things, I still know that I am in the process of grief. And so um, while I'm here, I'm grateful because I know that the presence of God is with me. And so I just wanted to share with you guys just a, just an update. And I wanted to testify about being able to see God's hand, even in this process, that even when we are in our deepest and darkest places, even when we are our most sorrowful, that God is with us. Not only is God with us, God is able to give us the grace to get through it. God is able to give us the peace that we need to get through it. And so um, I just want to share that with you guys. I just wanted to have a moment of transparency. And while I'm talking about this, I definitely feel that whatever season that we're in, that there's something to be learned in it. There's something to be learned in it. And for me, I think the thing, I'm like a lot of other people, when someone dies or passes away that is really, really close to you, it really changes your perspective on life. And so I think that in this, I started to look at, you guys know that I'm all about purpose. I would just say that I'm passionate about purpose and I'm just purpose driven and all of those things. But as I experienced this, um, I realized that God has started to give me a certain level of peace as it relates to death. And I don't know how to explain it. I am not saying that I wouldn't be shattered to pieces if I had to go through another loss, you know, like the one that we had. I'm sure that I would be in pain and all of those things. But for some reason, there is underneath the current some level of peace as it relates to death. And I was talking to someone recently 
And what I realized about myself is we were talking about purpose and all of those things. And I said, you know what I'm starting to realize? I'm starting to realize that being in the will of God and operating in purpose, there is something about that that gives you a level of peace with however this thing ends. However this ends, whenever this thing ends, I will know that I have done the thing that God has called me to do. I will know that I have um, prayed all of the prayers that God placed on the inside of me. You guys know my saying, I want to die on E. I want to die empty. I want every book out of me. I want every sermon out of me. I want every prayer out of me. Every word of encouragement, I want it out of me. And so when I think about those things and how intentional um, the Holy Spirit has helped me to become regarding my purpose, there's something about that that gives me a level of peace. And I almost feel as if I have something to look forward to. Not that being with Jesus altogether ain't enough to look forward to, but I feel as though there's something on the inside of me that's like, okay, I'm in a place now where I can really be at peace that I'm doing what it is that what it is that God would have me to do. Think about that. It just glory to God. When I think about that, I'm so grateful because I know that there are so many other people who are not doing what God has called them to do, um, which when they get to the end of their life, it means that they are probably going to be ending this life with regrets, wondering what would my life have looked like if I would have totally surrendered to my purpose? What would my life look like if I truly acknowledged God in all of my ways for him to direct my path? What would my life look like if I were true to who God called me to be? That is what I never want for myself. I don't want to die with those types of regrets, you guys. And so my prayer is that neither of you guys experience that either. And so I think that the lesson, one of the lessons that I learned in this is that when you live a life full of purpose, you live a life of fulfillment. You can have a greater level of peace. You have a greater um, sense of joy in knowing that you've done what it is that God called you to do, that you have accomplished your uh, your purpose in this earth. And so you guys know <laughs> I'm already I've already been about purpose, but I'm going to be more so about it. Even now, I want to be more intentional and in encouraging every one of you guys to begin to operate in purpose. If you have not prayed on it, you guys get serious about this thing. I'm talking about to the point where you are desperate to know what it is that God has called you to. If you haven't fasted and prayed until you didn't let up, <laughs> until you heard something from God, if you have not gotten into that place, you're probably not desperate for your purpose. I pray that some of you guys get desperate about what your purpose is, desperate asking God to give you the boldness to accomplish it. I pray that you get desperate enough to ask God to send people who will assist you along the path so that you're able to accomplish his will for your life. I pray that a sense of desperation comes upon you because you guys, as I preached at my father's um, homegoing celebration, None of us know when our time is up. None of us know when the day is going to come. None of us know how long we have. And so I just want to encourage you guys, and I don't want to um, preach this in a doom and gloom way, but I do want you to be mindful that your days are numbered. 
Your days are numbered. Your days are numbered. Your days are numbered. You may not know what the number of those days are, but God does. Start getting serious about your purpose. Start getting serious about your walk. It is time out for these so-called um, Christian relationships that we're having where we put God in a box and we take him out of the box when we need something from him, where when we really, really, really need a provision, we want to be healed or when something so bad happens that we have to have Jesus. I pray for you that you have an authentic relationship with God, whereas you walk with Jesus daily, whereas you begin to um, you begin to prioritize him, whereas you begin to speak to him. You guys know in the relationships that you've had, all of these relationships you guys have been in, I don't know, you know, how many relationships each one of y'all have, but you guys know that in the relationships that you've had, whether they were with men um, that you were seeing or whether they were with, you know, relationships with your family members and all of those things, one of the ways that you maintain relationship with people is to stay in communication with them. You guys get on your knees in prayer. And I don't mean physically. I'm just talking about the act of surrendering your heart to God. I'm more so talking about a heart posture Get into the place where you desire God more, where you're like, God, if you don't give me anything else, I just want more of you, oh God. Father God, if you don't bless another day, God, I want more of you, oh God. Father, I need your will, God. I need to see what your will is for my life. God, I need you to direct my steps. And God is so good that whatever it is that you ask of him, when you're asking God for things that are within his will, it's almost like the floodgates of heaven open because God will do those things. Um, the word says, you know, God is a God is a father. He will not give you stone when you ask him for bread. God is such a good father. I heard a young lady say that recently, and it was such a great reminder of the goodness of God, that when you go to God praying for godly things, when you go to God asking him for peace, when you go to God asking him for your purpose, when you go to God asking him, God, where do you want me to be in this church? God, where do I fit in the body? How do I serve your people? How how do I show forth your love? How if you go to God, the kind of God that we serve, he will not give you a stone because you ask for bread. When you go to him asking you for wisdom, God will give you wisdom. God is present. And I think that it's almost as if we live our life as if God is not. We do all of these things and we have all of these actions. We do all of this not thinking that the eyes of God are upon us. Not only are the eyes of God upon us, the eyes of God are upon us and God knows that our days are numbered. But we do not live as if our days are numbered. I actually want to read to you guys a scripture. And here is what the scripture says. I'm reading to you um, James chapter 4 verses 13 and 14. And here is what it says. Look here, you who say, today or tomorrow, we are going to a certain town and will stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then gone. If you like the King James Version as much as I like the King James Version, I'm going to say it like this. Your life is but a vapor. It is here and then gone. Get serious, ladies. Get serious, young men who listen to this podcast, 
about accomplishing the will of God for your life. If there was nothing else that I could ever preach again, <laughs> you guys know how much I love the message of purpose. It's Jesus and then it's purpose. Because when God calls you, he calls you to use you. God has called you with a purpose. He designed you with a purpose. He created you with a purpose. I don't care how you got here. I don't care what type of parents you were born to. God created you with a purpose. You are not an accident. They may say they got together, but it was you are not an accident in the eyes of God. God created you with a special purpose on the inside of you. And my prayer is that you will begin to tap into that. My prayer is that you begin to seek God and ask God, God, how? How? God, God show me what you want me to do. Show me the direction that you will have me to take. And so I just want to preach a message of purpose on today, you guys. As I go through my process of grieving, I'm telling you, one of the things that has really helped me is knowing, because as you experience death close to you, it reminds you of just how close death is to you. But as I go through that, I am reminded of the fact that God has placed purpose on the inside of me, and I am currently walking in my purpose. When I get there, I'm trying to hear good and I'm trying to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. That is what I want to hear of the Lord. I don't want God showing me what my life could have looked like if I would have fully surrendered, what my life could have looked like if I would have been obedient to him, what my life would have looked like if I would have moved when he said move. I'm really trying to operate in purpose. I want to be intentional about the things of God. I want to be intentional about seeking God's will for my life. And so I pray that as you guys hear me on today, and I know that I am preachy today, <laughs> I pray that this pricks your heart. I pray that from the experience that I have had, I pray that you will benefit from it some way. I pray that in this, that the Lord speaks a word to you. I pray, oh, I pray, I really, really, really do. <laughs> I pray by the name of Jesus that as you listen to this message, that you are reminded that God has called you, God has chosen you, that you're supposed to be separate. You're not supposed to look exactly like the world, but that God has designed you to be unique. Um, God has designed you to be a peculiar people. Uh, the Bible says that we are a holy, we are a royal priesthood. And so anyway, you guys, I just wanted to really touch bases with you guys and talk about the fact that I really see the hand of God and that the message of today, the message for the moment is purpose. The message for the moment is purpose, even though I'm still healing and still grieving and all of those things, baby, purpose is still catapulting me for forward. Purpose is still waking me up every morning. Purpose is still has me out seeking a way to show God's love towards people. Purpose still has me encouraging people. Purpose is still um, motivating me that I might keep moving forward in God's will. Purpose is a mighty motivator, you guys. And so um, I know I talk about this all the time, but today I just wanted to share it from the perspective of everything that we have gone through recently and um, to just to see if there's a way that I can 
plant something on the inside of you. I'm just trying to plant a seed. I'm just trying to plant a little something and then maybe God will God will send somebody else to water it and then the Lord will give the increase. But I just want to plant a seed on the inside of you. That God did not call you to the body of Christ for you to sit still and do nothing. God has called each and every one of us to minister in some type of way. Some of us have the gift of exhortation where God uses us to encourage other people. Some of us are teachers. And I pray that as you are hearing this, I pray that you guys feel convicted because I really want to see you to begin. I really want to see you begin walking in what God has for you. Um, doing the things that you've been designed to do. Some of you all are teachers. God has gifted you to teach. If you don't begin to open up the word of God and teach it the way he has ordained for you to do that, some of you guys have the gift of um administration. Some of you guys are gifted in organization. If you don't begin to walk in the area of your giftedness. Let me tell you guys something. Not only can you be a blessing to the body of Christ, for some of you guys, you will never unlock the potential of wealth. You will never unlock the, the potential that you have for financial freedom. You will never get what God truly has for you by way of financial provision until you begin walking in the area of your giftedness. You're in these jobs where you feel as if they put you in a box. They're not letting you move forward. They're not letting you move up. I'm telling you right now that when you begin to operate in your God-given purpose, God does a thing. Even when I think about where I am right now in my life and I think about the company that I'm employed with, before I came here, I prayed and I knew that this was a door that God was opening. One of the things that God told me is that when I take you here, I want to teach you more about people. You guys, even when it seems as if you're on track, if you are in the will of God, God wastes nothing. For those of you guys who have been on a job that seems like it's been dead in for a while, for those of you guys who seem as if you got off the path a little bit, I want you to know that God wastes nothing, that God is able to use everything. You know my scripture that I love, Romans 8, 28, and we know that God works all things together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose all things. And so even though it seems to other people, maybe even on the outside, that I'm not um, I'm not ministering, I'm not I'm not necessarily doing therapeutic work. I'm not doing these particular things, but God has sent me where he sent me for a purpose, and I will not leave. <laughs> I, that that season will not be over. God will not bring it to an end until he has accomplished everything that he has set out to accomplish. And so I am just in a season where I'm being obedient to what God is revealing to me, being obedient to the things that he is teaching me, trying to be mindful and have my ear open for every opportunity to share the gospel of Christ, every opportunity to share the love of Christ. And so um, without being, you know what I mean, too, too spiritual with folks, <laughs> but trying to be genuine and authentic um, in how I share the love of Christ in a place where I am, where not everybody believes the way that I am, but I pray daily that God would, would use me, you guys. I'm intentional about that prayer. Lord, use me. There's a, there is a particular scripture that I have been proclaiming and professing over my life, and I hope it don't mess it up, but I'm going to share it. I can't even quote to you guys right now exactly what the scripture is. I just know it. 
Um, and so I speak over my life that the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. Morning by morning, he awakeneth my ear to hear as the learned. You guys know that I truly believe that God has called me to minister to women. I truly believe that God has called me. And even though I say women, I think God is beginning to open my eyes because I've had I've had dreams where I am ministering to men in certain ways. And so I shouldn't limit it. But I know that that's my my dominant area where I'm called. But I know that God has called me to minister to his people. And so I'm just mindful of the fact. <laughs> that God has called me to this and I don't ever want to be without a word in my belly. I don't ever want a moment to come where if God is trying to speak to me, where I shrink and I, I'm not able to be used by God. I want to be totally committed to this thing, no matter what God does um, that I don't care for, no matter when he doesn't show up, y'all, I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> I'm going to stick beside him, period. So, for me, you guys, even in the season that I'm, I'm in, I see God's hand on me. I see how God is still pushing me toward purpose. I see that he's developing me, even in something that doesn't look like where I should be. God is using me in that. And my prayer to you, my prayer for you is that God would reveal himself to you. I pray that he would show you where his hand is on you. I pray that he would reveal purpose in your life. I done said all of this, you guys, and I think it's about time for me to end this episode. <laughs> I've said all of these things until I couldn't say them anymore. I didn't have points on today. I just wanted to kind of free flow and share what the Lord had laid on my heart. But I'm going to reiterate some of the things that I share with you guys. One, life is but a vapor. Your days are numbered. Um, the second thing that I want to share is that when God called you into the body of Christ, when God um, when God claimed you as his own child, I want you to know that he had a specific plan for you, that he had a plan and how he was going to use you in the body of Christ. I want you to know that God wants to use you in the body. I don't care how small you feel your gift is. I don't care if you feel like, oh, I only got one little thing I can do. Whatever it is, let God use it for his glory. I want to remind you guys that God has called you to be separate. God has called you to be a, a peculiar people. You are not supposed to look exactly like the world. If you're looking exactly like the world, you need to go back to the drawing board and ask God to reveal to you those ways in which you have compromised yourself. Um, I want to remind you that whatever season you're in, that God wastes nothing, okay? Um, I want to remind those of you guys who are grieving in the same way that I am grieving, that God desires for us to have so much trust in him that we truly have. And if he does not faith, and if he doesn't come through, I still will serve him. And if he doesn't do the things that I want him to do, I am still going to give him glory. And even if he doesn't heal me, I will still worship him in the midnight hour. And even if he doesn't mend my marriage. I will still glorify him. I will still remain in my word. I will still stay um, steadfast and immovable in my faith. I will still remain in prayer. And so all of those things being said, I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. I count it a blessing to be able to share the word of the Lord with you that God has placed on the inside of me. And I pray purpose for each and every one of you guys. I want to pray really quick and then I will be done. 
Father God, I glorify you in the name of Jesus. Father God, you are holy, oh God. Father God, I thank you that you're righteous. God, I thank you that you are present. I thank you that you are faithful, oh God. Father, I thank you for all that you are in my life. God, I thank you for the many blessings, God, but I thank you for who you are even more, oh God. God, I thank you that you are a priest, oh God, um, that you speak a word into me. God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit, oh God. Father God, you're greater than the highest priest, oh God. I thank you that you are love, oh God. I thank you even for your discipline and your chastisement, God, because they are evidence of the way that you love me. Father God, I pray for every listener under the sound of my voice, oh God. God, I pray that even in this moment that you would begin to stir up every gift on the inside of them in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that you would begin to open their eyes to what you have called them to. Father, I pray that you would be able that you would begin to give them dreams, God, that they're able to begin to see, oh God, the purpose that's on their life. God, I pray that you would send for people to confirm it, oh God. God, send prophets words their way, oh God, to confirm the dreams they've already had. God, speak to your children, God, that they are clear. Lord, I thank you even right now that your name is a strong tower. Your word says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and those that run to it are safe. And so, Father God, I thank you that we find safety in you in the name of Jesus, oh God. Father, I give you honor. God, I give you glory. God, I give you praise, oh God. I thank you that you're God. You're the God of the midnight hour, oh God. I thank you that you're the God that goes before us, God, as we go to our jobs. I thank you, oh God, that whether we are um, on a mountaintop, oh God, whether we are in the valley, I thank you that you are the kind of God that is with us always, God, even until the ends of the earth, oh God. Father, I pray for the one that you have called to teach, oh God. God, I pray that you would place a desire so greatly on the inside of them to teach your word, to make disciples of men, oh God. God, I pray that you would place desires on the inside of these individuals who have been gifted, oh God, to organize, those who have been gifted to work with children, those who have been gifted, oh God, and to create disciples, those who have been gifted, oh God, to help people in deliverance, oh God. Father, whatever it is that you have called us to, God, I pray that you would make it known. God, whatever your will is, oh God, you're saying in your word, oh God, that our life is but a vapor. God, we don't want to end this life having regrets, God. We don't want to end this life wondering what if, oh God. God, place a desire on the inside of us, God, to seek you heavily for your will for our lives. God, teach us, oh God, to live as if our days are numbered. Oh God, that you will be glorified in us, that you will be glorified through us, that you will get glory in everything that we do. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah, oh God, you are worthy of the honor and the praise and the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, be glorified. Be glorified in us. God, have your way in our homes. Have your way, oh God, in our marriages. Have your way, oh God, in our churches. Have your way on our jobs, oh God. We surrender every way unto you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, have your way, oh God. Have your way, oh God. Send your Holy Spirit to comfort in the name of Jesus. Send your Holy Spirit to bring forth peace in the name of Jesus, oh God. Send your Holy Spirit to correct us when we need to be corrected. 
direct it, oh God. Lead us and guide us and direct us in the name of Jesus, oh God. The name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God be glorified. Father be glorified. Father be glorified. Hallelujah. 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 If you need to leave and turn this off, go ahead. But hallelujah. 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 Oh, how we surrender ourselves before you, oh God. Oh, how we repent, oh God, that we were not focused on purpose. How we repent, oh God, that we didn't seek you regarding our purpose sooner. How we repent, oh God, for every act of disobedience in the name of Jesus, oh God. Have your way, Lord. I plead the blood of Jesus over the listeners, oh God. God, I pray that you would open their ears that they might hear you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Open their eyes that they might see you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Get glory, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Whoo! Glory to your name, Jesus. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Thank you guys. You guys, I'm sure I'm going to get off of here and I'm going to continue to worship. Glory to God. Glory to your name, Jesus. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. I will see you next week. If you're listening to this message, that means that you finished this entire episode. And for that, I want to say thank you. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider supporting us by sharing the podcast, by subscribing to this podcast, and also by leaving us a review. We would greatly appreciate it if you can do those things. Again, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Peace out.